So I've befriended a couple of the Bachelorette contestants. What? On Instagram. This should be cold open, are we? Are we... we are recording. Oh, we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, start that Jenny, over. <laughs> Jenny, who had the... Uh, who came out with the cow? Did you watch it? I don't watch Bachelor. I don't either. <laughs> Welcome to the Light and Dark Podcast, where you can grow your community, build your business, and have fun doing it. I am one of your hosts, John Mansfield. And I am your other host, Rachel Driscoll. We are two wedding photographers forging our way in the sometimes lonely places of the entrepreneurial world, looking for a way to create community and feeling of belonging. One day the stars aligned and we became great friends. We both agreed that the industry was a hard one to be in and having friendships with each other was the best way to not feel alone in this amazing but sometimes really hard work that we do. So we, loving to hang out with others who understand our journeys, started a monthly happy hour for local photographers. Then, realizing that we could create an even larger community, decided to join forces and teach a workshop that was inclusive of our very different but equally creative styles, leading to the undertaking of the light and dark workshop. Wanting to help more creatives than we could face-to-face, -face, we realized that we would have the ability to have a greater impact by hosting a podcast. And here we are today. If you're a creative entrepreneur looking for community and education, you've come to the right place. Grab a cup of coffee or pour yourself a whiskey and buckle up because it's, it's about, about to, to go, go down. recording episode nine for the podcast today we're going to be talking about why you should share your photos specifically with vendors specifically with vendors yeah all right we admittedly both of us really didn't write notes for this so yeah there's not a lot here but I didn't write any. we have a lot to say we do have a lot to say yeah um i kind of went on a rampage on uh, on boxer this morning about it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, eight and a half minutes. Cool. I may or may not feel strongly about listen this. Listen to this in spurts. <laughs> All right, so I guess we could just start from the very beginning. Let's start at the very beginning. That's a very good place to start. <laughs> um, I think setting ourselves up to where we can share with vendors is really where it should all start, right? Yes. So... Yes. What I do is I have a questionnaire that I send to my clients mm -hmm. about six weeks prior to their wedding. It has all kinds of things to do with the wedding, but in there it has specific questions about vendors and asks for all the vendors that I can possibly think of, even the Etsy vendors, the little like signage vendors, like mm -hmm. all of those and asks them to fill out. Anyone who's... Anyway, yeah. Anyway. Try to take the guesswork out for them because yeah, if you just, if you say, just say like who your vendors are, they're going to probably just list their right. main vendors. Okay, here's the venue and caterer and did we do anything else for the wedding? Right, and exactly. So if you like list out even like, do you have Etsy vendors? Do you have rentals? Do you have, you know, all these different things, um, then you're more than likely to get a lot more. I even asked for, you know, your, where your bridal gown came from. Who is it made by? What mm -hmm. shoes are you going to 
be wearing? What jewelry? Or is it name brand? You know, whatever. Or, uh, you know, whatever. Um, Zales and... <laughs> That yeah. kind of jewelry. Well, even like even what's like the, the bride's jewelry going to be? So mm-hmm. like Olive and Piper or uh, Kendra Scott or whatever. Um, so you can even tag those people up, you know? Um, but so in that, I ask for the name of the vendor, their email. I ask for their phone. I don't, I don't know why. I should probably just take that off. I don't really need their phone number. Yeah, I just have their name and their email. <laughs> their name, email, and web site is what I ask for because a lot of times they'll know their website and not their email address or vice versa mm-hmm. and if if I don't have their email address in it then at least I can go to their website and more than likely find an email or send them a message somehow saying like Hopefully. hey I would like your email so that I can send you the images if you would like them um, so that is how I start out mm-hmm. yeah and that was about the same for me I send the questionnaire and it has all that um, asking for the all the vendors names email addresses websites all that whatever information that they have that way I can reach out to them I can uh, I can share the photos um, and then I also reach out the week before the wedding mm-hmm. and just send uh, so through Tave you can create a like a mass email mm-hmm. and then just say send to all vendors and then it'll auto so Tave has a thing for vendors oh yeah 17 yeah. hats does it and that's one thing it's missing that was one of the things that sold me on Tave it's annoying I have and to keep a different like I keep a word doc with all of the vendors, all the vendors. Lister, yeah. listed and I have to like copy paste yeah so it has in uh, in the whatever it's called spreadsheet uh-huh. I, don't know, I don't know if that whatever but where it has all the information for the bride and the groom and you know any contact people yeah um mm, you know i can nice. also put in like maid of honor and her uh phone number mm-hmm. and yeah i have that listed in my questionnaire <clears throat> and then the same thing for all the vendors so i can click on send to all the vendors and then it'll auto populate their names and just say hey i'm going to be That's the photographer nice. at so-and-so's wedding this weekend and um i'm gonna be <laughs> so, Chris. so we are we're, we're switching things up today we normally record live on instagram but we are doing facebook today yeah uh, we're in our facebook group uh for the light and dark podcast um which you can search on facebook if you just Type in light dark podcast. Yeah. Um, it'll pop up. Or it's linked on Instagram. So it is linked in our bio if you click on that and then scroll to the bottom. Or you can go to lightdarkco.com. Definitely slash... not drunk. Yeah, yeah. Rachel didn't have anything to drink mm-hmm. earlier. Just topo. Yeah. And I'm yeah. yawning. It takes, Sorry. it takes a lot more than that to get me drunk. So, <laughs> so I'm still very lucid. And good. And I had food, so that also Dead. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. But um, but now I don't remember what I was talking about. Uh, vendors. Oh, vendor yes, emails. On yeah. So I will send out an email to all the vendors the week before the wedding, just letting them know I'm going to be the photographer. Um, looking forward to working with them. If there's anything that they are super uh, proud or excited 
oh, about yeah. for That's this a great morning, idea. let me know and I will be sure to get those photos for you. That's a great idea. Most of the time I don't hear anything back, but sometimes they're like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, I tried, this is a new cake. I've never done anything like this. You know, this is 17 tiers and, <laughs> you know, in an archway and they're like, definitely get pictures of that. Uh, so, um, so then I make sure, like, I'll even put it on my shot list of yeah. uh, reception photos to definitely get photos of this food or these whatever. Even yeah. if it, it's something that I normally do anyway. Just kind of put it on there just to remind myself because I've already talked to them. Yeah. And they're kind of expecting it. Now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's a great idea. But yeah, it kind of builds that relationship with them. Um, which is what you want is good relationships with vendors. Yep. So then, um, the day of the wedding, this is the next way I set myself up for success in this area is that I, we both do a same day slideshow. So, Mm -hmm. um, while I'm eating dinner, I am kind of hidden away and editing and I edit, it's anywhere between 30 and 60 probably images from the day is what I choose to do. Yeah. Um, just because it it's pretty easy. It depends on the wedding. It depends on the wedding, yeah. And, you know, what's what's going on and how yeah. much, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, but usually. it's pretty easy. I would I just say go usually through. about 40, 50. Yeah, I just quickly go through and like pick a bunch of favorites from the day of and just do simple edits. You know, mm-hmm. just my, my preset that I use on everything and then um, it's not anything major. I'm not like removing anything. I'm not... Um, yeah, it's just simple edits. And then, um, upload, I, I upload those onto iPads and put them out in the reception so that people can see them and get a sneak peek. I tell my brides and grooms about them, but I'll be really mm-hmm. honest. The majority of the time they probably don't see them, um, because they're really busy talking to people and it's a limited time at their reception. And I always tell my <laughs> brides and grooms that, I'm going to put them out for them. If they get a chance to look at them, great. If they don't, then um, I'm going to send them to them the next morning anyways. So, you know, Mm -hmm. they'll be able to see it the next morning. Yeah. Most of the time, my couples at least go by and look at them. And they're like, oh, look, that was us earlier today. That's cool. Um, But if they're super busy, you know, if, if the dance floor is crazy then uh, like i'm not expecting a bunch of people to come over um but i i don't do the ipads i'm thinking about possibly doing ipads what Uh, do you do i uh so i bring my laptop and i will do some quick edits the same way i have my uh presets that i've created over the years and i just throw presets on them i do a lot of black and whites because i don't have to worry about color white balance and color and stuff like that so probably about a third of them are black and white which i love the way that black and white photos look they're super classic about 40 50 ish photos edit those on my laptop i'm motioning to it off camera right now (laughs) um and then i have a monitor uh so I'll have that and I'll just uh, put that on a little cocktail table just steal one of those at the reception pop that up there throw some business cards down um, I also make custom business cards for my couples I used to do that yeah and um, I don't anymore yeah I mean <laughs> if 
if we do an engagement session, which 90% of my couples will do an engagement session before the wedding. So then I can use their photos, put them on business cards, and then I have the link to where their gallery is going to be. I used to do that as well, but then I found like not a lot of people picked them up. I did magnets Mm -hmm. for a little bit, which I felt like worked really nicely because then people would actually put them on their refrigerator and see them. Yeah. And Vistaprint, their magnets are actually super cheap. So if you and not terrible that. quality, either. no, they're yeah. they're great. Um, so I used to do that, and then I just got to where like either I would forget or whatever, and I just felt like it wasn't that big of a deal, and more of like posting it the next day and all that, like just worked mm-hmm. for me. So I just don't even worry about that part of it anymore. Um, yeah. So I normally the big thing is to set it up somewhere where people are going to actually see it. And so normally- By the bar? That's where we put our iPad. That's where I put mine, yeah. Yep, by the bar. Because that's where people are going back and forth to. Yep, and that usually draws a pretty big crowd. Now this wedding Mm. that we had last weekend, they did Mm. not have alcohol. And so like by the time we got done Uh, the sneak peeks and everything, everybody had already gotten like their drinks. So like hardly anybody was up at the bar and I was like, well, that (laughs) didn't work. (laughs) But but their reception was also, much shorter part of their day because their day ended at like nine, you know, and they actually ended at like eight 30. So, um, there wasn't, it wasn't like a ton of time at the reception. There was like mm-hmm. an hour, you know, but, um, but I sent it to them the next morning. They were super grateful for it the next morning. And I sent the sneak peek like gallery to mm-hmm. all the vendors. Yes. And they love that. Yes. Which, if you're sending out that questionnaire and getting all those emails, mm-hmm. then send out an email with the photos. If you're if you're sending out your uh, your sneak peek to your couples, send it out to the vendors too because they want to see the photos. Integ yeah. in downtown Bryan. I don't know that place, Chris. What you're gonna have to yeah fill me in on that. Chris, what are is- you drunk? <laughs> Integ. I've never heard of that place. I'm going to have to find out about this place. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyone local, check out Integ. Yeah. Uh, I will. Yeah. We'll, uh, sure. we'll check them out. We'll throw up a link in the yeah. show notes. Yeah. I think that'd be good. So yeah. anyone anyone who's local, head maybe over I, to the show maybe notes. Maybe I will get magnets this next time. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. I haven't done magnets yet. Magnets uh, are fun. They are. For real, is what Chris says. Okay. Yeah, magnets are fun because I feel like people, at the very least, like I feel like business cards get thrown away, but like a magnet, or misplaced, yeah, exactly. But like a magnet with their picture on it and everything, like Mm -hmm. that's not gonna get thrown away. They're gonna like, I would use it. You know, I always enjoy getting new Mm -hmm. magnets. I even have like saved the dates from some of my clients that I still use on my refrigerator. I'm talking to you, Jesse. Got it. I got (laughs) it up there. (laughs) So. I would save it. I'd use it. Yeah. So that's kind of how I felt about it. I was like, you know, if I'm going to spend the money on it, it's really not that much more than business cards. and Not really. So. Yeah. Especially when you're making like 50 of them. Yeah, exactly. You're not ordering a thousand. Yeah. So I have to do that. Yeah. Uh, Check that out. Yeah. I'm always about spending money at local businesses. Yes, for sure. But yeah, so that's, that's how I start out. And then... Hmm. From the sneak peeks, yes, I uh, 
And then, you know, post that all over. Tag everybody up on Insta and Facebook and all the places. Mm -hmm. Tag, tag, tag. Tag tag all your vendors, even if they're not in the photo. Yes. Well, especially for the first photo that I share of the wedding, mm -hmm. I tag everyone who is a vendor. Cater, DJ, like everybody, regardless of whether they're shown, because I want them to like be like, oh, I was a part of this wedding. Um, So we, I tag in both the content of like what I'm actually writing. So I do like a whole, you can go to my Instagram and see how I do that. And then I also tag the pertinent vendors in the actual photo itself. I go back and forth on whether, I think sometimes maybe the first photo I do, all the vendors tagged in the actual photo. And then the later ones, maybe I just do the ones that are pertinent to the photo. I can't remember how I always do it. That's how I do it. The first, like the next day. Yeah. It's like everybody's tagged on everything. Anyone in there. Yeah. Even if it's just the couple, I'm still, you know, got the florist in there, the bartender. Exactly. All, everyone who had. Yeah. To make sure that you're seen. Because here's the thing. Here's why both post, like tagging in the content and in the picture is important is because you are then showing showed up you show up on their tagged pictures Mm -hmm. so tagging in the the actual photo is important for you to show up on their tagged pictures and i have had brides tell me that they have found me by going to people's tagged pictures and finding me that way so it's that's just another step for marketing for you so why not use it it's free yeah and if they're pretty busy vendors um a, a little comment tag could get lost yeah because there are sometimes that i'll see photos i'm like i took that photo yeah and then yeah. i click on it i'm like oh yeah oh, they yeah. tagged me they did. yeah exactly and then i look at my I, I scroll down in my notification I'm like oh yeah I yeah just missed it but if you but tag in the photo itself if you tag in the photo itself then they get that little the red, red whatever mm-hmm. and they're tagged and then you can go check that out and yep. then they will be more likely to share it exactly or to comment or to post in their insta story and mm-hmm. just be like hey check out this amazing photo from this week's yeah I have had, I've had David's Bridal share my stuff, which that's a national company. Yeah, so I've had me David's too. Company. That was, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I've had um, iHeart, or uh, uh, Azazi, There's their Instagram name's iHeart Azazi. I write it all the time. That's yeah. why I know that. Um, they contacted me just recently and were like, please send us all the images, told me how to send it to them. And I'd, I'd never been nice. able to get a contact with them before. So I was like, yeah, you guys didn't know what you asked for. I'm about to <laughs> yeah. send you a lot of stuff. I'm going to email you every <laughs> single time. And, um, so yeah. So if you do that, like you'll get their attention after a little while, especially like even these national companies, you'll get their attention. So Mm -hmm. it's just smart marketing. Yeah. Just do it. But be careful with like the national, uh, just tagging just to be tagging. Yeah. No, it needs to be pertinent to what you're doing. You know, wedding wire and the knot and this other place and all these different things when... You know, it, it's it's different if like the couple has their not website, then mm-hmm. yeah, sure, tag them. But uh, but yeah, don't just like tag the same national brands. Yeah, you can get shadow banned for that kind of thing. And Instagram is cracking down on shadow banning mm-hmm. in 2020. Yeah, uh, which is not it's it's not great because when you get shadow banned, you don't you show don't even up. Know. In, uh, so if you use, if you don't know what shadow, shadow banning is, a lot of times it has to do with hashtags. Mm-hmm. 
And if you use a very generic hashtag, like hashtag wedding photography, where there's millions of photos, um, if you use it every single time, you can get shadow banned. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if you're using it... If you're using tags inappropriately, like where they they are not pertinent to the image itself. So they want you to be... If it's just you eating cake at a wedding. Yeah. And you're like, hashtag wedding photography. And then Instagram's algorithm can look at the photo now and tell what's going on. And then say, that is not pertinent to destination wedding or whatever. Or if you're using like... You know, hashtag Texas weddings, hashtag New York weddings, hashtag California wedding, hashtag destination wedding, all in the same photo. Uh, I I think that you can get away with that somewhat. Sometimes. But you can't do it all the time. Yes. If you're just copying the same block of tags. And you should also be changing your tags up anyways. Yeah. So, you know. So, just something to, to keep in mind. So if you, just as a side note, if you see your, uh, what am I trying to say? Engagement. Engagement drop really drastically for a couple of days, you might be shadow banned and you might want to take a 48 hour break and then it'll reset. So just a little tip. Fun. Fun stuff. All the algorithms, you know. Anyways. So definitely whenever you're posting, um, you want to... In the caption mm-hmm. tag, yes, all the vendors, um, and then in the, in photo, the photo itself, tag, tag them as and, their photo. And just to make this easier on you, if you are not already using a planning app of some sort, mm-hmm. you can do all of that on Planoly. I mean, you have to have the paid version for Planoly. I don't know about any of the others. Um, it's really hard watching myself trying to figure out how to fix things anyways. Um, you can do the pay. I, I pay like, I don't know, eight bucks a month for Planoly and I can set up all of my tags um, in the image. I can write out all of my stuff on it. I can then also have a comment, like set up a comment with my hashtags. You know, I usually do like my main hashtag in the actual content and then I do a comment with all the 30 hashtags or whatever. And you can set that up in Planoly for it to post immediately. I can set up the location of where the image is. Um, like all of the things you can do inside of Planoly and just have it set and ready to go. So you don't have to sit in on your phone and do it in one sitting like right then you can just have it ready to go for and you can schedule it out so and it can go to facebook as well so yeah just saying very you should use a planning app very helpful apps and i know that eight dollars a month can sound like oh man that's that's just a lot to save you especially time, man. especially if you're starting off because i mean when i first that's started true. off there was one that i wanted to get that was three dollars yeah and it was three dollars one time <laughs> And I was just like, oh, I don't know. It's $3. This is going to be worth it. I might download it and be like, oh, I don't like this. Skip a Starbucks uh, a month. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And think of the time that it's going to save you. It can and save you hours. If, if an hour of your time a month is not worth $8, um, then you should pay yourself a little bit more. Yeah. Or charge more. Yeah. I mean, I'll sit down for an hour and plan out, you know, two weeks worth of content and then mm. I'm done and I don't have to worry about it. Now, I don't always do that. I'm not real good at it lately because I've been busy and I've just been procrastinating. But 
when I do it, it's super mm. helpful. Yeah. When, <laughs> when we actually follow through with these, super helpful. Super helpful. Because I used to do that every, every like, Sunday, yeah, Sunday. afternoon. Mm-hmm. And that everyone's just kind of chilling. And I'm just on the couch. I've been lazy lately. That's really what, what it boils down to. Yeah, me too. But I also haven't been focusing too much on, like, posting content yeah. on Instagram. I mean, I have. I just... Anyways, it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all. Quick break to share with you one of our sponsors and someone that I use every single week, and that is ShipStation. They are a web-based shipping app that makes shipping your products and prints super easy. If you have an online store, you can integrate ShipStation with your e-commerce site, and then it'll automatically create your shipping labels as soon as someone makes a purchase, saving you time and money and reducing room for human error because, you know, I've filled out those wrong addresses before. And if you're like me and you don't have an e-commerce site, but you still ship prints and welcome packages and albums to your clients pretty regularly, you can create and print shipping labels on your own without having to go to the post office and take it from a father of two toddlers. That sounds amazing. You also get a free stamps.com account with your subscription, which just between us, don't tell stamps.com, your ShipStation membership is actually less expensive than stamps.com is for every month. So you're kind of getting a pretty good deal there. So head on over to lightdarkco.com slash ShipStation to get your free one-month trial. If you like it, you can sign up for as low as $9 a month, and that includes up to 50 shipments and branded labeling and packaging slips. So check out ShipStation at lightdarkco.com slash ShipStation and make ship happen. So then from there, um, I... I was up until September doing a blog the by the Wednesday after the wedding, and I'm trying to get back to that this year. Mm-hmm. I'm like backlogged by like ten weddings. I know I haven't blogged about about that many um, since September, and then uh, but I did get out last week's wedding today on nice. the blog. I'm super proud of myself. Um, so that's good. And then I tagged up my vendors once again, and I emailed them all and was like, Hey, you have been featured on my blog. So people know how to go find you. Thank you so much for all the work that you did. Um, tagged them up on the blog, tagged them up on the social media that I put out, like all of that. Um, so you're just, honestly, when you're doing that, you are just making friends in the industry. And it is how, like I have, there's been several vendors who have, really helped me grow in this industry because I did that because I was willing to share and didn't want anything in return just wanted like it's it's marketing for me and it's marketing for them so Mm -hmm. they work really hard on the day of to make all of those things beautiful and you know they get paid just like I get paid to be there and I have the images of their work why wouldn't I want to share it with them and and I tell them like you know I am sharing this with you I do expect to be tagged when you share them. Right, you know, yeah. there's expectations. I'm not just giving it to you for you to just like post it up and not say anything. But, um, you know, as long as people are, you know, doing that, then it's good marketing for you. So why not? Oh, yeah, it's great. And like, uh, so when I first got into the wedding industry, I was working for a venue and they had the hardest time getting photos from photographers. Yeah. And they didn't have anything for a blog. They didn't 
didn't have anything to update their website. They had a pretty much non-existent Instagram. I think Instagram was around back then. Uh, Facebook, for sure. There's not much on there. Um, So they would have me bring my camera to to weddings weddings just to take a few photos just like of the ceremony yeah, so they can have something to post. Get a couple, and then they can have something to post because photographers were not sharing their photos. I mean, I do social media for a local venue here, and it is very hard to get photographers to share their photos. And all I'm just like, why? Why are you not wanting to share these? Because I'm, I'm telling you, I'm gonna share them mm-hmm. and post about you. Yeah. And tag you up on it. Like, why wouldn't you want to share them? So yeah, venues especially. Oh yeah. Because that's and I'm telling you. Not, venues do not have a lot of photographers sharing with them. Nope. So if you can be one of them, you will become one of their best friends. They will love you for it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, like venues, for sure. And then a lot of uh, like uh, bakers mm-hmm. and florists who usually aren't there. Yeah. Like they, they do their they setup. Set it up. And they make they it leave. look pretty. And then they leave. And maybe they'll snap a quick, you know, phone cell phone pick. Or something, yeah. Um, but if you can send them a photo, a good professional quality photo that they can share they're gonna they're gonna share it and they're going to tag you because i mean uh my mom is a baker and i built her website and when i was researching other bakers just to see you know their kind of layout and everything so many of them all of the photos in their galleries were just cell phone pics bad lighting grainy photos but you could see the cake and it was like okay cool yeah i I would like something like that but there were some of them that were like the higher end bakers and they had professional quality whether they you know hired someone to come take them or not but um but it makes a huge difference for those vendors yeah and they will they will They'll prefer you that. because They'll of it. They'll remember you. Yeah. And it may not be every wedding. And it yeah, absolutely. It shouldn't be every wedding. But they will remember you. Yeah. And they'll be like, they shared photos with me. They shared photos the very next day. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing. You would really like this photographer. Yeah. I mean, I even have people who post that the next day. Like, we are always so thankful when Rachel shares pictures with us the very next day. We mm-hmm. just love getting our sneak peek, you know, invite and... Yeah, I mean, why not? I just see. I saw the the scrolling line got longer. Oh, oh it's your... Oh, oh, we got more... Okay. Sorry, didn't see all these. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Thank everyone. Thanks for watching. Everyone that joined <laughs> you in. You should your stuff that you don't have to be tagged. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still want to be tagged because then... And watermarking does nothing. People can't read it sometimes. yeah. They... And you if need you're to watermarked... Because most watermarks are just your name or it's your logo. Yeah. There's no way to research that. Because yeah. I, when uh, when uh, my wife and I were planning our wedding, there was a photographer that I really liked this photo. And I tried to research who the logo it. was. I couldn't find who it was. Uh, and, yeah. you know, if they had been tagged in that photo. You would have been able to find easily them. Easily been able to find them. And then they missed out on a really fun mm-hmm. wedding. Yeah, plus uh, watermarking takes a lot of time. I don't want to watermark. It does. Dumb. Yeah. Oh, man. I used to, man, whenever I first started off, I wanted to be oh, super yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, me too. I had all the like, fun watermarks with like the, 
It looked like watery almost, you know? Did you ever do that one? No, no, no it wasn't that cool. Mm-hmm. But I would cool. do the uh, selective color. So I would oh, select yeah. a color in mm-hmm. the photo for my logo to be sure. so it blends in. Mm-hmm. Or if it was like half on her dress and then half on mm-hmm. his suit. Totally. Then I would do like black on her dress mm-hmm. and then white and it like... Right. It went together. Yeah. And now all of those look horrible. <laughs> like, why was I spending so much time putting this watermark on there? Yeah. Uh, when it did nothing for Doesn't me. Doesn't matter. I'm I'm also not honestly going to go chase you down if you've used my picture and not tagged me. If I see it, I'll ask for you to tag me. Yes. But, like... Yeah. It is what it is, man. People are going to find me if they want to find me. Like... And, and if people use your photos and don't tag you, like it happens probably every other week on Instagram where in most of the time it's just that they <clears throat> forgot yeah, and, and or that they were using like Planoly or something, but the free version Yeah, and then and they didn't tag. just forgot to go back in yeah. and tag people. And I'll just send a quick, most of the time I just comment and be like, yes, so-and-so's wedding was amazing, you know, loved this moment, and then (laughs) I get a notification five minutes later where they're just like, oh, yeah, and photo by All Hard Photo. (laughs) They told you you should watermark your images. I mean, you know, if you use Pixie Set or a gallery like that, you should be able to upload your logo and then just choose the option. I know, at least on Pixie Set, I think there's an option where you can have them have it like automatically render on all the pictures so you don't actually have to physically do that so that's an option for you you could so i just i mean i've had people ask me before if i wanted to put a logo on it and i'm like honestly no (laughs) like i don't care (laughs) i'm not doing it (laughs) if they're printing it like sometimes i will print photos for venues uh, for them to display at their, um, you know, where, yeah. wherever they have clients come in and, and talk to them. And if I, if I'm printing something for them like that, I'll put a logo down there or I'll at least put my website like in, yeah. in my branding font so that people can, if they're most of the time, they're going to sit there and be like, who took that photo? And then they can tell, Yeah. but if they're they're not there, then they can at least look at it. On Pixie Set, I'm pretty sure when they download them that you have that there is an option that you can have them download with the watermark on it. So you might want to look at that. Yeah, it's in the settings. I don't know exactly where yeah, it is. Yeah, there's an option for on Pixie um, Set. I know. I don't know what uh, I think gallery in, you use. It's in. Uh, I believe it's in your account settings. Yeah. Where you can upload a watermark. Um, so then, cause I, I didn't realize that I had that set up on mine. Um, but certain, uh, certain galleries, people were downloading them and they're like, yeah, it has a watermark across it. Um, so I just checked that off Since because our podcast people are not reading this. We had a comment that said, dude, I just sent a cake person in my gallery and they literally told me I should watermark my images laughing face. <laughs> and then we proceeded to say something about the logos. And then she said, yeah, but when, uh, they download it, it's not right there yet. Um, right. It's not on there. Right. I use that feature for my proofing galleries. So we were just explaining that there should be, at least in Pixie said, I know there is an option for um, you to be able to download with the watermark. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm definitely still never going to do that again. But I had no <laughs> idea I could choose to have them download the images with the watermark. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it, I get it. Like they, they're just trying to like do their dil- due diligence and be, you know, respectful of your work, and that's fine. But a lot of times, if mm-hmm. they, I, I've had people ask me, and I just, um, I'm, you can just use it without it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they're putting it on their website. Yeah, I say uh, just, just put like, you know, I, yeah, my just website or small little Rachel font Dressel or something, or, or turn it into a hyperlink that goes to my website. Yeah. So if someone clicks on the picture of the cake then right takes it to me um but yeah i i don't know i know some people are sticklers for uh watermarks and you don't want people using your images and and all that but um i'm fine with people using my images as as most of the time they're going to tag you and then if you run across it and it's not tagged just send them a, a little message so um you know, earlier I was saying that sometimes um, people will post images that I've taken and they won't tag me and I will comment on it at first just to show that engagement and um, to also boost their post and then usually they will tag me directly after that but if they don't tag me then I will just slide into their dms and be like hey this wedding was so great saw that you posted this photo if you don't mind just tagging me in that with photo cred and nine times out of ten more than nine times out of ten they will do that uh, and the people that don't i don't really want to work with them anyway yeah totally um super annoying that the facebook uh comments that i have to like keep scrolling down to be able to see the new ones that's annoying facebook that is annoying fix, that. Fi- fix it Mark. Fix it. Mark. Get over here. Mark's still the IT guy, right? Totally. Zuckerberg. <laughs> he's still doing all this stuff. He's watching right now. I know that for sure. You know, yeah, that's that's most of what we had to say about sharing your photos. Yeah. Um, don't be stingy with your photos. No. Share them. You, you were the person at the wedding with a professional camera. So, you know, most of these people are taking pictures with their phones so don't don't be stingy with your photos. Yeah. They want to see their work all in your beautiful photos, so share it. Yeah. And it'll build good relationships. Karma, man. It's good karma. karma. Yes. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. That's I tried I to find say. a good gif for that earlier, and I couldn't find one. Oh, I didn't look up my meme. That's fine. Yeah, we'll do that I did for a the lot podcast. Of research. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> But, but yeah, I mean, if anyone has any other questions, you can uh, post that here live on Facebook. Or if you're listening to this in the future, um, then you can also post any questions on this video in the Facebook group because uh, we will be able to see those and we can go back in and answer any of those questions. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Okay. I think that's it for us. I think that's about it. Do you want to talk about uh, what we're loving right now oh. on the Facebook instead yeah. of uh, instead of just on? Uh, ooh, we have a question. Oh, how do we as photographer handle cell phoners? You mean like during like ceremony or? I have a bucket of water and I just <laughs> pick them, just dunk them in the water. That's not what's happening. Um, I mean, <laughs> if they're in my way, I ask them. To I move. will move them out of my way. Yeah, 
Um, I, you know, at, at a wedding, like a recent wedding that I did, I actually had someone, um, it, I think it was like an aunt or something that was kind of up towards the front, mm. had a professional camera, mm. was using her on-camera flash oh. at the ceremony. And I had to lean over before the ceremony started because she was like testing her lighting. And I had uh-huh. to lean over and be like, hey, I don't care if you take pictures, but you cannot use your flash. Yeah. Please don't do that. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> She was like, oh, okay, okay. (laughs) But as far as like cell phone owners, I mean, I I just tell my clients, like if you don't want the possibility of cell phones, I mean, there's there's still going to be a possibility of cell phones or iPads or whatever in your pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, Have the officiant make an announcement, put a sign up, whatever. But but, I mean- It's 2020. At the end of the day, yeah. There's Every, everyone's trying to get that mm-hmm. Insta story, Snapchat. Instead of being in the moment TikTok, during a ceremony. I'm like, during the reception, I don't care. Like, have your phone out. Oh, yeah, reception. Go That's... live the whole time if you want. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But, like, during the ceremony. I don't, I don't care <laughs> about, um, like, if they're if they're FaceTiming or Skyping someone in, that for sure I don't care. Right, like, yeah, yeah. that, I want them to oh, do that. Oh, at because, the ceremony? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as long as they're not, like, sticking their phone out into the the aisle when something important is happening Mm -hmm. and it's going to cause me to miss my shot. Yes. That's annoying. Yes. But I, I've only had, I really haven't had anybody stick anything out in the middle per se when I really needed them not to. Um, I've had had some close calls. Backyard weddings uh, tend to be a little bit more where they're just, (laughs) I agree, Chris. Stepping out in front of me during the first kiss. I'm like, mm. Oh not, my gosh. Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> I love it when videographers do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I'm getting into video so that I can so do you that. Can be an step in front videographer. Of the yes. <laughs> Just don't <sighs> set up a tripod in the middle of the aisle and sit there the entire time. <laughs> if you don't have a lot of On the flip lens, side, then, though, then. <laughs> On the flip side, that I uh, I was shooting video at a wedding and I had a tripod set up and it was right down the aisle getting their first kiss or getting the whole ceremony yeah. and the photographer stepped right in front of my camera during the first kiss. So luckily I was also shooting handheld oh, video. Okay. So I got their kiss. Were you from... in the middle of the aisle? No. You were at the back. Oh yeah, wait! Like, it was way in the back with like two hundred millimeter lens, yeah, so and they stood way, like way two feet in front. You gotta work like... with your videographer. Now, I have worked with some videographers who just won't work with you. They just want to do their own thing, and they think that they're the big dog, and they can go wherever they want. Doesn't matter if they're in your shot. That's not cool. But I usually try to work with videographers and say like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm gonna be here." Am I gonna be in your way? And if they try to get in the middle of the aisle, I ask them to please move back. Like that is another thing with um, sharing with vendors. So I will ask my couples uh, in that questionnaire if they have, um, you know, a videographer as well, or if I'm doing video, who their photographer is, and then um, yeah, I will reach out beforehand. to them before yeah. on a separate email um rather than just like hey i'm gonna be the photographer what do you need um it'll be more of a friendly like hey i'm gonna be the photographer you know love working with with great videographers excited to work with you um you know here's a copy of my timeline when i'm planning to do their first look all that kind of stuff because usually the photographer is the one who's 
putting together the the timeline and share that with them and just kind of start things off on a good foot. That way, whenever you meet in person, there's not that awkwardness of, so who's leading and, you know, I'm going to steal them for this portion and you can work together. Yeah. Cause I will say one, so I had a wedding recently. I had no idea there was going to be a videographer there. So that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) That was not in my list. It was not in my list of vendors. They were going to be there. So, um, and at one point, like we had a super tight timeline as it was, cause they had asked for like a bunch of extra stuff, which was fine. We fit it all in. But, uh, the videographer was like, Hey, I need to steal her away for, um, an interview real quick. I was like, cool. <laughs> He's like, it's 15 minutes. Good. And I was like, sure. sure. We'll make it work. <laughs> so that's always fun. <laughs> but you know, that's how it is. Yep. But anyways, okay. Um, oh yeah, what we were going on like what what are we what watching? Are we loving? What yeah. are we loving? All that stuff. Um what oh I finished the magicians. Okay. I cried. I added that to my list. Have you still not watched that show? You just told me about it last week. I, mean, I have been I know telling you, you about magicians for a long, a long time. A long time ago. But you reminded me last week and I added it to my list. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just okay. haven't watched much. I've been trying to watch one movie over the past week. What movie? Uh, Hereditary. Oh, it's a horror movie. Oh, I don't that's think you, I don't know you probably it. wouldn't like it. Oh, uh, speaking of movies, though. Sorry, I interrupted you. you yeah. You're done. Okay. No, that was it. <laughs> it's so, a movie. It's taking me a while to watch it. It's not sounds that Sounds like long. a great movie. It is, yeah. It's, okay. Um, so, Chris and I were like, we're going to watch a movie together. And we picked out, we're like, oh, these, you know, we're both like, we like corny, you know, comedies, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, we found two. Destination Wedding. And okay. with Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember and that Overboard, the new one. We hadn't seen either of those. And I was like, I love the oh, old Overboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So um, we started watching Destination Wedding. It is literally um, two hours mm-hmm. of 20-minute clips of them in random places just talking to each other really fast-paced back and forth. Mm. That's it. Sounds fun. We literally ended up fast forwarding through several parts to try to see if it got any better. Yeah, never so they're did. really leaning heavy on that destination. Never Look at this destination got better, we're and the the plot was so weak. It was they were both they both ended up going to a destination wedding. They they okay. hated each other in the beginning. Of course, you know you had to have that. You gotta have that. She's the ex fiance. Who, what ex-fiance goes to a destination wedding of her, weird. Yeah. He's a brother who's like, doesn't, who like hates his brother and he's going to the destination wedding. Like, it's just a really weak plot. So his brother was the one getting married? Yeah. Okay. It's a really weak plot. Anyways, didn't enjoy it. Obviously, we did not finish it. Um, And then we were like, okay, well, we'll try Overboard. Do you know, like, almost the entire movie is in Spanish? What? And has subtitles? Yes. Almost the entire movie. The new one? The with, new one. Uh, what's her name? Yes. Anna Ferris. Yes. It's in Spanish? Because he's Spanish, and so all of his parts, huh. he's speaking Spanish, and it's oh. subtitles. And we were trying to watch, and we were like half asleep. I'm like, this is not working. We don't, we do not speak fluent Spanish. 
It was so we had well, to give up. It definitely too. was not a remake, like a, a word for word remake of the original. It was not. <laughs> the original's better always. Yeah. But I saw the trailer for that one and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna pass. I mean, it it kinda went further into the dumb comedy than like yes. we normally like, you know? It's like mm-hmm. super corny comedy, so because the original overboard did not go like super corny. Mm-hmm. It was it was very well done. I love the original. It was very good. Goldie Hawn's a favorite. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean. Yeah. So that's yeah. all I have to say about movies right now. Yeah. I started watching uh The Good Omen again. Oh yeah. That's pretty good. The show? Yeah. Yeah. I want to finish the book before I start on the show. forgot it's a book. Yeah, I have it if you want to read it. Is the book good? Yeah. Oh, I want to read it. It's good. I about halfway, halfway done. Okay. I mostly wanna... read on planes, so uh, I'll probably finish it when we go to Orlando in a couple Kex. days. All right. We need it soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a little... Um, Getting on the verge of maybe Sacrilegious. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I don't know if I should be watching this, but it's fine. Yeah, it's good. It's it's all for fun. That's what I keep telling myself. Chris yeah. doesn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> this is like I think this is too far. I'm like, it's uh, the but it's so well done. Is very it looks well done. It's so well done just from the trailer, and I like the actors. The actors are really uh, good. Play the guys. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's on my list after I finish the book. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah. So uh, far. Yeah, for me, I've pretty much been trying to watch Hereditary uh, for about a week. I feel like if you have to take that long to watch a movie, maybe you should just give up on the movie. No, it's just that I don't have much time. Oh, I see. So it's, and yeah. you have to watch it when and the kids aren't around. Uh, yeah, I can't watch it whenever the kids are around. can't watch it whenever Taylor's around because it's a horror movie. And she doesn't so, do horror movies. Oh, no, not at all. And definitely not uh, this kind of uh, I mean, that makes sense that she didn't want to watch uh, Frozen 2. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, a, is that a horror movie? No, but I'm saying if she doesn't want to watch Frozen 2, she definitely doesn't want to watch a horror movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. She can't do horror movies. Some thrillers, but even some, yeah. like... No. Uh, serious thrillers can't can't handle it. I can't handle uh, it. Which is fine. I watch those by myself whenever I go it's like out of town. Blinking at us. Maybe we're taking too long. Like maybe we have a time limit, like we do with Instagram Live. Yeah. It's like know. telling us like. It's just letting us know that they're watching. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It says the um, That's right that's most of what I've been watching. Okay. Um, but I like it. It's very different. Uh, the first half of the movie. Um, I didn't know what was going on. Well, I knew what was going on, but I I didn't I didn't watch a trailer, so I didn't know what the movie was about. Gotcha. And then it takes a twist, and I'm like, oh, interesting. And okay. yeah, and it's from the same director that did Midsommar, Midsummer, yeah, something like that. Yeah. That new one that came out last year. Sure. Um, I also want to see that. It's supposed to be really good and creepy and scary and stuff. Sounds All the things right that I right not up my off. Um, it's fine. Yeah. I've been listening to the Popcast. Okay. Um, they just started their 
Bachelor recap where they go. Is that why you became friends with the Bachelor people? That that is, um, yeah. Whenever they announced that the Bachelor was starting, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go make friends with all these Bachelorette contestants <laughs> on Instagram, and I've been able to talk to a few of them. That's that's been just, fun. Is that just like a personal, just fun thing for you? Oh no, it's for whenever they get engaged. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, whenever they whenever they get the roses, then I'm like, hey, congrats on the rose this week. Also, I'm a wedding photographer. Also, check out Hand my portfolio up. over here. Um, but no, yeah, it's totally it's totally it. for me to do their okay. weddings later. All right, I um, like I like and your, also your to, dreaming. to be fun. Yeah, and yeah, good, yeah. Good. Jenna, who brought the cow, we've talked a little bit. And, the cow? Oh yeah, whenever she met the bachelor, she walked up with a cow. Sure. So, oh, Why that? YouTube it. Yeah. Totally legit. But she forgot to tell him her name and told him the cow's name so that he <laughs> called her the cow's name later. Um, yeah. So oh, this is all that the... worked out well for her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, she didn't get the rose. Uh, oh, so she's darn. Off. But we're still I mean, when, I mean, when you bring a cow. I don't know. You got to make an entrance. I guess so. That's maybe not an entrance I would want to make. But, yeah. you know, teach their own. Yeah. But. The Popcast, uh, they do a special for the best friends of the show, the Patreon mm-hmm. people. Um, they do a Bachelor recap, and they just kind of tear apart everything, and it's really funny. And <laughs> uh, you don't have to watch the show, but you can still get... They are really interesting it's, and really it's, entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For a semi-reality TV, it's, yeah. it's pretty interesting. Um, I mean, but, the podcast is interesting and entertaining. Yes. Oh, they're very interesting yeah. and entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the only like new-ish thing that I've been listening to. All, yeah, I don't think I've been listening to anything really the, new. Yeah. 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 I've tried out a couple uh, true crime. I said it right. I always say crew crime. <laughs> uh, I started watching the first 10 minutes of The Witcher today, but oh. then Harrison walked in. I've seen a lot of memes about that. I have too. So I, I was like, I feel like I need to watch it. I saw one that was, it was The Witcher spelled out, but then it had the dots like friends. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't understand. I know. But I'm interested in the show. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, everyone on Facebook, we will be back again Thanks next for week. joining us. We had quite yeah. a few people join us this time. Yeah, it was great. It's awesome. Some good questions, some good, uh, some good comments in there. Maybe Facebook is a better place for us to be. It might be. I think it, it might be just an easier platform yeah. than Instagram, which uh, we're going to try and save this and then post it to our Insta story. No, Insta, IGTV, IGTV yeah. uh, later on. So. Yeah. If you're watching this on Instagram later, it does flip us. I don't like that. Yeah. It's annoying, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, But we'll be back again next week, and uh, you can listen to this. If you didn't catch the whole thing, you can either watch it again over here on, uh, on Facebook, or you can... Um, Sorry, I missed you. Up. Can, <laughs> I saw you. You hovered over the the uh, emoji thing, and they were so big, and it just it threw me it off. Like popped up, real yeah, big. yeah, like it, that. It covered the whole comment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, or you can follow us on um, on iTunes. You can follow people on iTunes. Uh, so go give us a follow on iTunes. Subscribe, <laughs> and then we will pop right into your feed, and you can listen to us on Mondays because that's when we go live. Yeah.
next though. And there's several, like we said, this is our ninth one. So you've got eight to catch up on Mm -hmm. over the weekend. Yes. Homework. go, Go binge. Thank you for listening to the Light and Dark podcast. We really hope that you're able to take away some ways that you can build relationships and help other vendors by sharing your photos. You can find our show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash nine with links to everything we talked about in this episode. And you can join us live next week in our Facebook group by going to lightdarkco.com slash join FB or by searching Facebook for the Light and Dark Podcast group. We would love to connect with you on Instagram at lightdarkco. I am John Mansfield, and you can find me on Instagram at allheartphoto. And I am Rachel Driscoll, and you can find me at Rachel Driscoll. The Light and Dark Podcast is recorded in front of a live Facebook audience, and it was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme is by the talented John Isaac. Until next time, come to bed. Can't. The people I photographed yesterday have texted me 17 times. To find out what we're talking about, head over to the show notes so you can see this week's meme. All right, that's about it for us tonight. Bye. Bye.